Today, we're going back to one of my favorite moments ever in the history of all professional wrestling. Ever. And there is a lot of them. We're going back to December 2001, which, now that I look at it, go, damn, that was almost 20 years ago. Yes, sadly, here in a few short months. We will be there to the 20-year mark. But we're going back, way, way, way back to a beautiful place in time where we got to see someone get burped like a baby. There were eggs, beans, Grey Poupon, you name it. Everything you could have in ten to $15,000 worth of damage allegedly done. We're going back to Booker T and Stone Cold in the grocery store on SmackDown. On December 13th of 2001. So this, this my friends, this episode of Wrestling with Ski will probably, I don't know how long it's going to last, probably won't last forever, but it is going to be one of the most enjoyable things to talk about ever. Ever, 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 ever. Ever. And that's back still when... Pretty sure Ric Flair was still doing the part owner thing. The half owner. Like, that whole thing was still going on when this happened. That's how long ago this was. And it was amazing. Amazing, amazing. It starts out when you see them. There's Booker breaking into a cereal box to eat some of it. And you hear this voice come over the PA system in the grocery store, over the intercom. And then shoppers, there's cans of whoop-ass on aisle two. That's aisle two. And then a poor guy with a bald head and a goatee and some track pants goes and walks by him. Boom. Booker goes on the attack. He starts just stomping on the guy, clubbing on him, thinking that he himself just got the jump on the Texas rattlesnake. Flips him over with his foot to realize, oh no, that is not... Stone Cold Steve Austin. And we all see it in the background. There he is walking up behind him. Vince is yelling, turn around, book. Rick's laughing. He can't hear you. And the perfect way for Stone Cold to let you know that he has got you is just the simple cracking of a beer behind Booker. And then look at all, like, just all the shenanigans that happened after, like, I think it was, like, what, a little over, like, seven minutes of just pure destruction. I mean, well, I mean, I saw just a damn thing. I mean, he throws him into the produce section where it all started and starts beating him, you know, beats him with an orange. Squirts ketchup all over him. Asks him if he needs some ketchup for that ass whooping or with that ass whooping, whichever he said. This is all coming off of just the head right now. Then the poor soul throws him into the little mini gourds that they always have around the holiday time in the produce section. And that one, that one I will say probably actually did kind of suck. Oranges, yeah, I mean, whatever. Whoever's holding them, it's going to suck a little. But gourds, I mean, oranges will blow up. Gourds, they're just smashing right like that had to suck. And we get the infamous... Excuse me, sir. Would you like some Grey Poupon? 
as he's just spraying them with print. I mean, you hear, I mean, that was the condiment aisle, which means there are bottles of vinegar, all kinds of stuff just exploding all over the floor, as you hear in the background. Throws them into the poinsettias, which we all, I mean, my mother always gets a poinsettia for the holidays. Always did. Stone Cold apparently thought that those were very, very, very pretty flowers. And asked Book if he wanted some before he threw them back into them. That was the infamous. He wants, you know, he there starts throwing, you know, big old bowls and nuts on top of them. Throw some beans on him. He says, you want some beans, Book? He picks up another one, dumps half it on him. You want some more beans? And then they're just clubbing him all, like, just left, right, indifferently all over the place. And by this time, I'm still laughing, like thinking about it right now, right here on the back of my head as I'm holding back this laughter. This right here, this is not neck pain. This is fighting it all back and the pain that comes to the back of my head for fighting back the laughter and smile because he just beat the tar out of them all over this place. Puts him in a shopping cart. I mean, Asks him if he wants to bake a cake as he throws two bags of flour all over him. Stomps him some more, of course. Because why not stomp the man just a few more times? Where's the fun in not doing that? As he's pushing him in the cart, they go right by the cooler where they keep the milk and all that. And shoves him into the back storeroom. Slams him into whatever he can't really see because they don't turn the lights on the camera until after they're in there. And Booker, yeah, goes and tries to scoot out that side. The next thing you see is eggs flying through the camera screen. And so-called starts smashing him eggs all over him. Then him into his head, everything. They're just blowing them up all over the place. Which is amazing. I mean, it's glorious. He goes and he finds a big case of the premium saltine crackers. And who in their life has not had premium saltine crackers still to this day? They're still there. And he goes and tries to grab a whole entire case of them. Booker finally gets a kick in. He barely you know, did it. But he made the kick. He got it in. He threw them into, I think it was paper towels up there against the wall. And then he grabs him, drags him, smashes him into the door for the big cooler, opens it, throws him in there, and locks the door behind him. And he thinks, that's it. He finally outdid the Texas rattlesnake and made it end, as he was begging for it, you know, no more, for it to be over. And then over his shoulder, I mean, who are, who's surprised when they see, here he comes, this man just crawling right through the thing where there's no shelves to hold milk. And there he is, so cold, comes back again. The thing of milk. Dumps it on him like he does it to beer. And thanks, Book. You got milk? And boom, right back on the attack. Like it's never ending. Ever. And don't forget that the way, on the way to the cooler, he stopped. And they went by, you know, thing of beer. Grabbed a beer, drank part of it, smashed it off of Booker's head, put the rest of the case in his lap before he threw him into the storeroom and all that happened. Because, you know, who doesn't need a cold one? Who's never wanted to be at the store and drink beer? That's why you go to Lowe's Foods down here. You can do those things. It's a glorious, glorious thing. Just to finally be able to do it when you're finally old enough. Like, yes! Ah! And it's amazing. 
on the way towards the register. You know, he shoves him down the aisle, goes back, grabs some, you know, diapers, rips the thing open. Oh, oh, little baby, you need a diaper? He's, you want a bourbon? Just starts wailing on Booker. Wham, wham. Beating the, like, like it was just, I mean, I don't know what Booker did, but it was just pretty much the whole time. Just ass whooping. Then they go buy the fresh coffee. He wants some coffee, throws it on him. Puts him, you know, walks in the back behind the register, flips him up. On to the, whatever you guys call them. Gets down the aisle, puts him on the conveyor belt there. Hits him again, he slides off the back, he stomps him one more time as he's walking out. And price check on your jackass. And he walks out to the sound of sirens. With Booker T laying there upside down, folded up like an, you know, all that. And I'm gonna get you. And that's just the version of it you could see on the network. Like, that was a brief minute so much better than that because there's people in there screaming. I mean, it's one of the best things that they ever did. And it's still etched in my brain, even through all the concussions and all the stuff that I can't remember. Like, I can't remember, like, why I get up 90% of the time, let alone 20 years ago. And me and Drew, who I know doesn't watch this, and no, none of you even know who Drew is, former brother-in-law. Kind of been, like, I think we're almost 20 years now. Friends, he's been right there with me, lived with me, all kinds of stuff. But me and him, like, as we never talk, he called me the other day. We sat there and we had the longest conversation and just laughed our balls off about what happened there. And think, that's just the version on the, like, on the WWE Network. Like, if you watch it on the WWE Network, they cut out. The when your moon hit, you know, when the moon hit the sky. Wait. Big pizza pie. Hmm. Whatever. I can't get the song right in my head. Oh, that's amore. And he hits him with the pizza or the pepperoni, whatever it was. He hit him with one of those two. I mean, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. There we go. And that's completely taken out when you watch it off the network. Again, I did just, you know, I watched it again after me and him talk, but this is all like, Right there, I was going, is that just because they put that in like a collection of greatest moments? Or so I went back and found it, found the episode of SmackDown, went back and found it again. No, they straight up just edited it out of the thing. So I'm guessing copyrights or something were involved in all this. But I mean, just the amazing, I mean, Vince sold it great up there in the box seats. With Flair. Flair sold it great. Booker took his whooping. Stone Cold put every little, I mean, excuse me, sir. Would you like some gray poop on? Squirt. And the moon hits around like a big pizza. I mean, he's hitting Sinatra songs. I mean, he was literally throwing every little thing he could in there. And it, I don't know if you've ever seen it. If you haven't seen it, look up Stone Cold and Booker T grocery store. You won't have to look any farther than that if you don't have the WWE Network. Just go on YouTube. Look it up. If you don't remember, you have no idea what I'm talking about. You just want a good laugh. Watch it. Because if you don't laugh when you see it, there really is something wrong with you. Like, that was gold. And look, it was Stone Cold and Booker T, which shows you where WWE felt Booker T was supposed to be at that point. And this is well before the King Booker stuff. Well before. And he still got, like, that far over and got to do that with Stone Cold and... Hey, look, you saw me, like, holding the thing, but, like, my hands were going, like, I didn't need any help writing that, like, that. 
That was one of the best segments I have ever seen. Ever. And you'd think that was like through all the bra and panties, all the contests they did, the hardcore championship matches, TLC, Money in the Banks, TLCs, hardcore championship matches at WrestleMania where everyone's out there just hitting everybody with everything to include the kitchen sink at some point. Don't mind me looking. I don't trust my cat. There she goes. But, like, through all the stuff that's at the great, all, like, the matches with The Rock and Austin. Steamboat and Savage. Mania. Like, if you like wrestling, that's one. Like, watch that. Any of the Taker and Triple H, you know, like, whether we're going back to when he was the American Badass, I think it was WrestleMania X7, and they fought all over God's creation, or to the series of matches between Sean, Triple H, and Taker. Like, those, like, are some of the, like, that is some of the best storytelling ever. And I'm not even, like, putting that in with what I'm talking about now. Let's think of all the little vignettes and all the, like, we're here barroom brawling or any of that. Like, Stone Cold and Booker T at that grocery store is bar none. Has to be in the top five. Top, I mean, I put it in my top five, but it has to be in top ten. One of the best, like, out-of-the-ring little things, segments they've done ever. See what how time like what times we were living in back then when that happened. Like that was amazing. That was one of the best things ever. And I am more than willing to have anyone watch that. And then come on here. We could talk about it. I would love to see someone that's never watched it come on here, do a Zoom thing with me, and discuss what they felt about it. If you're a wrestling fan or not, because if it doesn't make you laugh, you're broken on the inside. Hell, there's lots of you on here. You probably don't watch it. Like, watch it. That was one of the best. I, I, it's probably tired of hearing me say it. But it was just gold. And it's one of the few things that still, no matter what, no matter how bad of a mood I'm in, that thing can cheer me up. Which, you need that in your life. Just like this, yeah. The half-tooth. That puts a smile on my face. Stuff like that. People tell me I stop messing with it all the time. I never will. But, yeah, please, just go back. Watch it. Comment on this and tell me what you think after you do it. Comment on the page. Just put a post on the page and tell me what you think about it. Like, but please, someone, let me know you watch this and tell me what you think. Because that's one of my favorite things ever. And with that being said, I'll be back on tomorrow. Go over SmackDown before I take my one-day break on Sunday to watch something else, but... Won't be posting anything video-wise. But with that, hopefully, you know, you can enjoy the weekend. The weather's good wherever you are. Even if it's, like, cold. I mean, at least it's not, like, snowing or pouring down rain. Which is a great change of pace. Like, I'll take the temperature fluxes that we've had down here, even. Like, from 83 down to, like, the 30s. Like, in less than 24 hours. Like, I'll take that. At least it's dry, which it didn't do forever. So, enjoy your weekend. Be good to each other. Again, tell me what you think. Enjoy your Friday, at least. And I'll be back here tomorrow to go over whatever happens on SmackDown, which I think there's going to be some good stuff to include that cage match. So, till tomorrow, my friends. Have a good Friday night. Stay safe. Peace.